Yo, what's going on, people? We're back in the podcast. Back in the podcast again. And have my, my co-host next to me, Jomo. What's going on, bro? That's cool. Happy to be on the show, man. Let's get going. Yeah, man. You know, we have uh, one, of my, one of my good bedrooms that I'm coming on the show today. Obviously, we play together at Naps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like Bari. Bari. <laughs> Bari, I'm chilling in the house. What's going on, bro? Yeah, man, everything good. Glad to be here. How long? Um, how yeah, cool? This is the most important part from point. Make sure they... You're putting naps part, you're leaving the point part. What happened? You're putting the point part. The naps part is more important. Remember, the point is foundation. How long have you been doing this? It's tough, it's tough. Like everybody else, it's tough for me because... No football, no, no set of opportunities like before. So it's just about coping with it and um, overcoming this obstacle. Are you in Trinidad still, man? Yeah, in Trinidad right now. Yeah. So there's no football no. at all for your yeah, training or nothing, sir? Well, actually, today I just come from training. We started back with the national team. So oh, it's yeah. today I start back before before was nothing. Just a little sweat in my community and stuff. Oh, you're sweating, nah, on, you're sweating on the COVID? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, any lips. Any lips, I can help it. <laughs> you're making COVID rules or you're only coming? <laughs> I can help it, any lips. Is it first national call-up, Jabari? Say again? Is it your first national call-up? No, I actually got one last year. For a friendly against um, St. Vincent. I didn't feature, but I was on the bench. I was on the squad. Okay, so you, you haven't got your first cap as yet? No, I haven't. Okay. But yeah. you, 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 did, um, you did captain the under 20 team? Yeah, it was the under 20. Yeah, I played two under 20s actually. I played one with the likes of Martian and Akim Humphrey and they had well, with my age, yeah, with my age I, I got an next chance. So I captain the second on a twenty team. And that was okay. a CONCACAF tournament. Yeah. We played CFU and we qualified for CONCACAF, but we didn't make it to the World Cup. How was that experience though? Say again? How was that experience though? Real good, real good. From that Tournament actually got scouted for a number of agents, and you know that gave me plenty of opportunities to, to go outside and people trying to do stuff for me. So it was good all in all. But I think we we had the team and the potential to make it to the World Cup. But you know what else go? Now, how it feel to captain this side? Like how who who gets it? Like who made the big decision to captain this side, and why they made the big decision for you to be captain? Well, our coach was Brian Williams at that time. Um, so the connection with me. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it was though, like I probably was one of the most senior players on the team, seeing that I played on a 20 CONCACAF before and all of that. So I probably was the most fit person to lead the team, in his opinion. And it was a great honor to be the captain of your, your country. So, yeah, I welcome you to the Open Arms. Um, Jabari, so that the last under-20 would have been probably your, your last feature 
as uh, under player. The yeah, you, yeah, you'll be part of the under twenty three teams that was scrapped recently with the Olympics. Actually, yes, I was one of the players in in the planning to be um a part of that team. Okay, it was real okay. unfortunate that we lost out on that because there are a number of really good players that I think would have would have been a part of that team, and I think we would have done really good. I would have been a stepping stone for the senior team, but again, the next opportunity lost. Okay. Uh, I want to go back to actually touch on you said right now you're training with the national team. How is that for you, um, training under Coach Fenwick? I uh, don't think you've been managed by him before, but how that working out yeah. for you so far? And how is it feeling to be part of the national team? Well, first of all, it's always an honor to be a part of the national team and to be a part of the senior team now is, is like a dream come true. So it's just about doing my best and seeing if I can make the final squad when we have friendlies, when we, you know, qualifiers and stuff. So I'm just pushing myself. But under Coach Fenwick, it's, it's been good thus far. He's getting the youths to do what he wants and the training is really intensive and I'm enjoying it thus far. Okay, no problem. And what position is settling on playing with regards to your senior career moving forward? What do you think is your best possible position? Well, I usually play the number 10, the attacking midfield position, but Coach Fenric, like he, he also seen some in me as a winger. So sometimes he have me on the left wing and in the number 10 position. So I, I welcome in that as well, trying to learn new things because I could also play on the wing, but playing at that level and trying to adapt to, the, to what he wants me to do. He pulling a lamp on and Miss Mountain here. Like you seen some men money wings. Because I have no problem with that. All, all the years that I see you play and playing with you, I never see you play on the wing. <laughs> for real. Yeah, that's like just one for me as well. I don't think I ever see you play on the wing. I play on the wing a lot for, for connection. I never see you play on the wing for naps. Because for naps, you used, yeah. used to play holding and you used to play return. Yeah, yeah. So now I know you, but you and I can't see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I can't handle it, man. I see you in Madrid, you see. I find you should come on the podcast when we talking about games too. Yeah, well, I'm going to organize that. I'm going to be a team. Yeah, let's talk about that. Jabari, how do you we, from Point and from Labrie Godong, would have been hardest hit by the CFL being yeah. cancelled. And I know that you have been part of the Guapo team that successfully won last year. So were you disappointed that with the Pro League now being, well, it was towards the end to go into the C- CFL, the Pro League stopped abruptly, no CFL. How do you feel felt about that at the time? Really disappointed because... There was talks that the Pro League was about to start and also the Ascension League and the CFL was to start right before the COVID restrictions came up. So I was looking at it like a, you know, a, a warm-up sort of tournament to go into those other leagues and it was really disappointing that everything went down the drain. But I still think they have plans of playing the CFL as the country open back up a little. So I'm looking forward to that to get going in the community mm-hmm. and stuff. But also with the Pro League, it was really disappointing because, as I say, to be, to reach where want to reach play outside and stuff, they want to see a player playing football, a player active. So 
we were just here not doing anything. So it was kind of tough for all the players, and it still is tough for the players around the country. Okay. So basically, I think it would be tough for everybody because my Scarlett and myself were referees, and it was difficult to even when they cancel all the leagues, they cancel the Euro League. We kind of get yeah. kind of a little despondent. We didn't want to train. We were just like, I still yeah, right imagine <laughs> he was a, a player in terms of career, wanting more, wanting to get international opportunities, no football, limited exercise. How did you stay fit and keep your regime in that period of time should the opportunity have come? That was really tough as well. It was hard. I wasn't motivated to, to run and stuff. I was supposed to run a lot so I always fit on the field because that's my game. Running a lot so is, is always... I try to make it a problem to, to mark me because I wasn't in move. But I wasn't motivated to go and run. I was trying to do my little strength training, push-ups, sit-ups. But as I bought it to pick up myself and run, it was really tough. Only in the late when I heard that we were about to start back national training, I got that sort of motivation and I started back to run and, you know, prepare myself. All right, Scarlett. Uh, let me kind of go all the way back now. Um, as I say, we, we played together at on the 16 level. You just want to talk about naps. Yeah, we played together. At, I remember your debut, the on the 16 debut against Prayers. Uh, we we lost that game too. And yeah. I was on the bench for that game, Gary. I'm on the bench for the game. I again shot that game. <laughs> <laughs> I you hit the ball now, game you almost got a quick kick, and that, that was, that uh, was in press ground, right? Yeah, in press ground, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I fractured my hand too in that game. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, tackle, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the season, season before, or two seasons before that, you won the national under 14 title with Naps, and my brother was a part of that side. Tell, yeah. me, about, tell me about that, that journey. You know? That journey was really good, really fun in youth football because it was a plan from the coaches, from the whole administration that these young players have a lot of quality and we could make something out of them. And actually, when we won that under 14, we came up to win the under 16 and then we won the, the intercol and the championship at the senior level. So it was... You know, a lot of players coming up the ranks and bringing it home for naps, and that was a joy. Yeah, and I think you was one of the best players in the, the whole tournament. I think you was SFL MVP or something like that. Yeah, I think I won the, uh, the player of the year for the, um, the what did I call it? The, I forget what did I call it, the, the, the league now, the championship now. Yeah, but I won the player. The Premier League? The Premier League. The Premier League. Yeah, the first Premier League that was. So yeah. I won the player of the year that year. Hmm. Well, let me, let me dive into that, that Premier League title. Because that was the first ever Premier League title. Yeah. And Naps won it. Yeah. How, how was that? Well, that Premier League started and... A number of us weren't around because we was with the national team playing CFU. Uh, me, Martian Watson. Um, das was not Das, I think, was with us. A few of us, well, was with the national team. And, and the other players did really well until we came back. 
everybody played as a team. I think the team was really strong. And um, coming down to around the last game, on the last two games, St. Anthony's was on top, actually. But I know it, our team, they was going to get two wins or, or, or something of that sort. So, you know, they can slip up and they slipped up and that was it. Take it tight. So, come on now. And yeah, the last game at home against Shiva. Yeah, yeah. And that was a world class game we played. Yeah, let's that game. That was yeah, a professional game. 2014, yeah, that was 2014. Yeah, real, real professional game. I like how we managed that game. We didn't get carried away with the ball. And we enjoyed it, man. Playing in front of the home girl, too, the Naps girl. That yeah, was... yeah, yeah. Nice feeling. And what about the year what after? Year? Yeah, I was going to say. Well, go ahead, go ahead. In 2014, what happened in the color here? We we play Benedict's in the South final. <laughs> oh, yeah, what did you say that? <laughs> Benedict's Scrapey. Scrapey way. Scrapey way. Scrapey way. Scrapey way. I don't I couldn't remember what happened in 2014. So I oh, okay. So what did you talk about? But the year after that, 2015, the trouble went in here. Historic year yeah, for, for NAPS yeah, yeah, in terms yeah. of school and school football on the whole. Yeah. The first team to, to win uh, the treble. And that was, yeah. the first, that was the first year that school football was on sports marks too. So that gave, gave you a lot of True. exposure. How was I that wasn't that wrong winning? for that one actually. I wasn't wrong for that one. I left in 2014. Yeah. So well, how it was, was for you, like watching for on the outside? It was real good, real good. I was a little bit jealous because you know the guy all that play on sports, Mark all that. You know, I, I like to be a part of that, but I was happy for them. And that's that that's was my match in the final. Yeah, he was the captain. Yeah, that was, that was probably one of the best upsides. We yeah, yeah, it was real good. I enjoy watching them. All right, imagine um, I could have been all out of the country and seen that game live. Yeah, time for sports, Max and Karen's SSFL, where it is now, and in terms yeah. of broadcasting the games and stuff. Jibari, yeah. I just want to ask you a quick question. So, you had a great career in terms of SSFL, you won, as you would say, the player the year. Because I actually remember you all came back late and you still yeah. get the MVP honors. Um, yeah. you had a reasonably good career in terms of the under something football transition now to the pro league. It would have been with a number of teams. Um, I believe W Connection, Civic, Club Sando. Club Sando and, and Police right now. Police. Yeah. Um, what is your goal for the City Pro League? And for how come you had such a short stint in the City Pro League and you would have been a number of clubs? Well, I started at W Connection from very young and growing up there and, you know, Things didn't go so well, not with the football. I learned a lot there. I learned a lot and I'm really thankful for that because the player I am today, I learned plenty of things from the connection. But things other than the football didn't go so well. So I had to leave and I came down Civic, which is home in point. And things didn't go so well with the football, I should say, with the mentality of people around. Like players around, there was many same head with me, and I didn't want to stay in an environment where, you know, players just in it maybe for money or in it just to gas sweat. And I was more serious, so I didn't want to get out of that environment. Mm. So I went to Club Sando, had a okay season there, but that that point in time was kind of tough because 
country began to get a little tough. I was working and playing for Club Sando, so mm-hmm. I could honestly say it didn't get the full Jabari in that particular yeah, time. That it didn't get the best out of Yes. But how long work? You like a nine-to-five years worker? Or eight to four? I was working at seven to three thirty. Some of them I leave, leave early because the people I work with understand I play football, so they give me a blind sometimes. But sometimes not being around, I might have a mistreating and I wouldn't start any game. I supposed to start, but I had a mistreating, so I wouldn't start. So it was a kind of up and down time there, but I really enjoying Polish right now. So you um so you working for you working a job and playing football. That was because Football wasn't paying enough, or you wanted to, to balance it? That was because it had a time right before the league start back, it had about a six month period where they had no football. So I wasn't having no income or anything. So I started to work, and the football came by while I was working. So I continued working and playing the football at that time. And then at the, and at the end of the day, the pay would be with the pro league teams. I know it has take some time. It has take yeah. different things, especially when you have things to do. If you had to maintain a diet, get new boots, yeah. etc., you need a steady income. Exactly. So it was kind of tough. So I decided to continue working and playing. So my football was really up and down that time, and I accepted that. But right now, I'm with police, and I enjoy any football at police because, you know, everybody kind of on the same head. And, um, are actually on the verge of going into the police as well because I think I need like a again older and I think it's like a good backup for me. I still have the opportunity of going outside and play, so it's, it's a win win situation for me. So I put myself in place yeah. so that I can't lose out in life. Can I cover all I the bases? Yeah. Okay, so what is your aspirations in terms of playing with police? You, you still want to get scouted to play with police? You have an agent yeah. working to get you outside? How that going to work? Yeah, definitely. I have a few agents working on things for me, but I, I want to still be a top player in the country, get onto the national team, be an established player on the national team, mm-hmm. and win things with police. So, you know, an opportunity could come anytime. So I'm still looking forward to the opportunity. With, while playing with police. While playing with police. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you'll because be you'll be um twenty three now. Yeah, I'm twenty three right now. So you, you think you still have time to to make a mark on the national team? I think so. Yeah, on the national team, I have a lot of time. But even to play outside, I think I have time, but not much because you know teams looking at more younger players right now. So I think I have time. So. My football should do the talking and see if I get an opportunity. How are you looking to bounce back after COVID with regards to this lull? So, you're probably taking a long time to start back, unfortunately. I think in general, COVID or not, you probably, when it's done, you never know when it's starting back. Yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah, so, true. with all of that in the air and with you one having aspirations to get out there and put yourself mm-hmm. out there, what, what avenues are you currently working on? You're pushing hard with the national team, as regards with police, in terms of other than your agent, what are you doing to kind of ensure that when the opportunity comes, you grasp with the two hands? 
Right, well, since I start back to training with the national team, I'll push really hard with the national team. I'm glad for the opportunity to start back playing football. That was a real good opportunity. And I know once I'm training with that team, I also do my individual work. So it's just about getting back in the groove with the whole football scenario, the, the motivation that I didn't have, I'll get it back now. So I'll be working on myself and working with the national team. And actually... I just got a text that pool is gonna start back trading from next week as well. So I'll be in full flight from as of next week. Okay, no problem. I'm satisfying COVID regulations and everything there too. Because if yeah, you're, yeah. if you're trading, if you're trading from next week, um, that means you're, you're getting tested weekly. Well, they just test all temperature and stuff. But any training, we do things in groups. We don't like train normal. We still go by the, the protocols and stuff. Uh, and we do groups of five. Groups. Yeah. Okay, okay. So you don't get mm. no like swab test or anything to you know that. Nah nah never got to what I ain't really want it now. <laughs> <laughs> well if, if football yeah, start back you might have to get it. Yeah, 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 yeah true. Yeah. But it looks so uncomfortable. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I was, you, you had a you had a spell in Albania a few years ago. Actually, I was on the verge of signing that contract in Albania. Um, I signed a pre-agreement and things went wrong with the agent and the club. Oh, so you so didn't actually go? I lost. I didn't actually go. But I went to Sweden last year for like three months, a half of the season. And how was that? It was good. A good experience playing a trial? and stuff. No, I was actually signed with the team. Okay, okay. What team was that? It was Nordvamland F um Nordvamland FF. In the Swedish top flight? Not the top flight. That was the third division. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, Fourth actually. Fourth division in Sweden. Oh, how was training yeah. that in, in, in that side of the world? The training was really good because no matter the the, the level in those countries, footballing countries, so everybody at a level. So the football was actually faster than the bowling, more technical. And I enjoyed it. I used it as a stepping stone because my agent was working on something else. But I thought the, um, the team itself, the, the professionalism, I didn't really like the level of professionalism. So and then I wasn't willing to go back. But the football, the football was enjoyable. So right after that, Sweden. Where you went? You come back to Trinidad? Yeah, I come back and I join police. Okay. I just want to touch on one thing. If you could elaborate. When I say level of professionalism, was it in terms of the attitude towards players? Was it concerning the facilities and these kind of things? Because we did have previous guests that come, come on and indicated that um, they would have had experienced racism at different points in their career. I'm not saying that was the issue, but mm-hmm. the lack of professionalism is experiencing what what would you attribute that to um i would say more the 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 probably the staff the 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 owners certain things certain things that um above the football wasn't to my liking but everybody welcomed me well sometimes maybe i might have a player that you feel that kind of racism vibes from him but it wasn't nothing serious I think all the players was cool and I enjoyed the football itself but 
Mm-hmm. I, don't, I wasn't willing to go back there. And plus the community there was a really boring community. I was just mm-hmm. training, game back inside. So I didn't really enjoy that part of it. Okay, okay. They didn't make no friends in Sweden. No, nah, it was more old people, <laughs> old people in the village. <laughs> that kind of vibes. But like a number of people would have once they get out of the country, a number of people once they get out of the country, they don't really care. So yeah. how would you react to somebody watching this video saying that so this man get opportunity to go outside, go to Sweden mm-hmm. and come back because he didn't like the staff and he finally feels was boring? How would you mm-hmm. respond to or what do you think about somebody saying something like that? Um no, I think if you you you're on football, you should be able to cope with, with any situation because I have a mindset. I could go anywhere and play football once I'm getting a good salary, the football is good and everything is to my liking. Mm-hmm. It is okay if the place is boring, but actually that that club it wasn't such of a big salary, a big opportunity. So mm-hmm. you know it was just as I say a stepping stone because my agent was working on something bigger. So mm-hmm. they wanted to see me playing at a level. So that's mm-hmm. why I already went out there, but it wasn't just still oh, okay. long to me. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So do you have a, a preferred destination, whether it's the MLS, USL, or do you prefer somewhere in as in Sweden, the European continent? Well, growing up, it was always to, to get out in Europe, but to be honest and to be realistic, in Europe, they're more kind of teenagers right now that could do similar things to what I can do. So right about now, I'm still not limiting myself because you know you never know I could end up in Europe, but I just want to go as far as my potential could take me. Yeah, and gain a living from the game as well because I have a family to see about and that kind of stuff. Okay, 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 okay. So no, yeah. you don't prefer CONCACAF, you don't prefer Europe, you just go in with talent, take you and the best opportunity. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, just on a, your commentary on the Pro League as opposed to the CFL. For the CFL, we saw um, Maika ram out. We saw Cedrus yeah. ram out. We saw that kind of vibe for the Community League. Um, we would see Maika ram out for Civic, especially in the early days when Civic just came back and everything. Mm. But what do you think the Pro League needs to attract the crowds consistently that the CFL was getting and the excitement in the CFL? Uh, I think the, the community vibes, full stop. I think all teams should, you know, have have a community, go back to the community and play the football. I mean, you'll have games in the stadiums as well, but, you know, you had to develop that community vibe so the, the supporters will follow you anyway. Because teams like, let us say, Civic at a point, Guaya, those are teams that, you know, mm-hmm. fans from the village will go out anywhere and support once. They're doing good, but you know, these kind of people, once they're not doing good, they'll just leave you by the wayside. So, yeah. also, the football needs to improve to, to attract people to want to come and see it. You know, you don't just play the football to gain a salary, people should take yeah. it more serious and you know, attract people to come out and look at it. Okay, so yeah, you spoke a number of times to the guards, uh, players playing to just gain a salary or just mm-hmm. kicking a ball, etc. Why ascribe to that elite mentality? Do you think the elite mentality is what would carry out of generality? So you want to literally position yourself where you're in an environment where all the players push in. Yeah, well, you wouldn't get that 
you wouldn't get out everywhere go that the whole team pushing it might have a, a, a slack player that needs some but you need that together vibes and you know if I somewhere where everybody for themselves I, I do really like that because footballers are about togetherness and team so that together vibes you always feel it when you're around it. Well Jabari boy it was nice having you yeah? it was nice for you to be on hope you could come on next time on the pod and everyone listening or watching this pod thanks for tuning in we'll see you guys next time Thank <music> you.